Welcome to another episode with Loans Elevated. My name is Brock Lassig, top 1% loan officer nationwide. And I'm TJ Heidenreich. Together we bring the latest news, strategies, and insights in the mortgage and real estate industry. All right, welcome back. And we are continuing our conversation about the wealth creation through, through real estate. Last week, we were talking about Become Your Own Bank, and we ended that episode leading on to this topic today, which is still part of Become Your Own Bank, and essentially leveraging appropriately to maximize wealth creation. So we're diving deeper into not solving for affordability, but instead really maximizing the the creation of wealth with the same dollars. So we'll start by uh, talking about a simple concept of why this makes sense. So let's take a $600,000 property as an example, and we're going to compare doing a 20% down payment versus a 5% down payment. And the variable that doesn't change is that the home, no matter what, no matter how much you put down, the home is going to appreciate at the same rate either way. Uh, we are using an average, which is very, a rounded average of this about 62-year Utah average of, of home appreciation, 5% per year. So that $600,000 property, if that appreciates at 5% per year, that's $30,000 per year. If you do 20% down, that's $120,000 down payment, which means that you're netting a 25% cash-on-cash return on investment. That sounds really good. It's better than most investments are going to provide you. However, if you minimize the down payment, 5% down now instead of 20% down, well, that's equal to the appreciation rate every year. So you've actually quadrupled your cash on cash return on investment. Instead of 25% per year with 20% down, it's 100% return on investment every year by doing a lower down payment. And the cool thing about this, it is, it's nuts. Cool thing about this that I like to talk about often is if it's on a primary residence with the tax code the way it sits today, that's likely tax-free return on investment, which is unlike any other investment that exists right. on the planet. No, and dive into that a little bit because you have to live there for two years, correct? Yep. Two, and then if, if you if you say if you leave that residence, uh, you 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 have to live there two of the last five years. So right. you could still it could be a, an investment for a couple of years, and you could still sell it mm-hmm. tax free. Tax yep. sell, sell it tax free. Yep. Which yep. Is crazy. You just have to be cautious, and of course, consult with an accountant. We're mm-hmm. not accountants. We're not giving tax advice, but how we're just expressing how we understand it, right. and how I understand it is exactly what TJ said. And then you can do that once every five years, so you can yep. take advantage of this exemption once every five years. But you must have lived in the home for two of the most recent five years yep. as your primary home. So yep. it's pretty cool. Now, so, Tej, dive yeah. into, yeah. Yeah, so you're, you're able to stay liquid. You put, you put less money down. It opens doors for you to put that money elsewhere. Now, we should also preface, we're not financial advisors, but we study this like crazy religiously. And we have referrals for tax accountants and financial yeah. advisors if you need and want one. Yeah, but let's say you take that $90,000 and put it into the S&P 500. And sorry, let me just clarify one thing. The 90 grand is the difference between 20% yeah. and 5% down. So yep. you put 5% down, you got 90,000 left over, which is 15%. Yep. So the average rate of return in the S&P 500 is about 11.82% since inception of, and when was that? 19, 1957, which yep. is crazy. So we're being very conservative. We're saying you get a 10.5% return. And so you, you do that over a 30 year span. That's when you, you'll pay off the house. And you'll have two, almost two million dollars in the bank. A little bit, a little bit over two point seven. Uh, excuse me, two point zero seven one million in the bank, which is crazy. Uh, 
And that's, I mean, that's generational at that point. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's to the point where if you've got a couple kids paying them thousands per month. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cool thing is based on the rule of thumb, which is says that it, the cash you have mm. in retire at retirement, the cash you have available to you, you could pull 5% tax free. So yeah. 5% of 2,071,000 is 8,631 per month tax free. Well, let's say you pass away and you have two kids. That means you're leaving your two kids $4,400 or excuse me, $4,300 per month tax free forever. You never touch the 2 million bucks. Yeah, that's the crazy part. That's what I was going to say. It's still growing at that point. It's right. just compounding and compounding. So by the time it's, your yeah. grandkids have it, there's more money in the account than there was before. Right. It, I, I guess if you're not pulling it all out, right, right, yeah, exactly. it could just continue growing and growing and growing, yeah. which is pretty insane. And one thing that we were talking about here, the, the 2,071,000 that you, that you earn by this mm-hmm. one simple decision of doing less down payment on your house. That's the crazy thing. This is one decision, mm-hmm. one action that you let ride for 30 years turns into multiple millions of dollars. But this is assuming no other future contributions yeah, to this account ever. Again. You never put any more money into it. 30 years down the road, that's what it turns into, which is insane. Right. Now, there's an alternative <clears throat> approach here, which is investing in real estate. Because a lot of people, you know, there's certain people that are like, man, I'm just not putting my money in the stock market. It's just not something I'm comfortable with. I'm all in on real estate. So we ran this number on a, on a real estate basis, and we actually shortened the time frame because the other we get two things oftentimes when we present this to people. One, they don't like the stock market, or two, they don't have 30 years. They have less right. time. So we present this real estate option, as an alternative. So what we have here is you buy a $450,000 investment property. Now, the reason we use 450 grand is because 20% of that, which would be the down payment on an investment property is 90,000, which is equal to the amount you have left over by doing 5% instead of 20% down. And let's say that the home appreciates at 4.47%, which is the actual average in Utah over a long duration, 60 something years. And you let that ride for 15 years. So you own that property for 15 years. Mm-hmm. That home, $450,000 property, 15 years down the road, based on very average yeah, conservative, conservative appreciation numbers, $878,000 is what that house is worth 15 years down the road. And assuming that you finance this purchase of the investment property at a 6% rate and never refinance to a lower rate in 15 years, and you never paid any extra either, mm-hmm. in 15 years your balance would be 255000 on that investment property that you purchased. So you got a value of 878. You have a balance of 255, which leaves you with $623,000 in net equity on that investment property, which is outstanding in and of itself. So if you were to sell at that point and liquidate, taking the same 5% rule of thumb, you would result in just 15 years, you would have $2,600 per month in tax-free retirement income, uh, upon that 15-year period. Now, some things that we're not talking about here, which I think is really important, it's very hard to demonstrate quickly, uh, especially on something like this, but we're not talking about the fact that cash flow will continue to increase over that 15-year period. The rent, you're on a fixed mortgage. The payment never goes up. Taxes maybe go up a little bit. The rent goes up, especially in a place like Utah. I think Utah, don't quote me, but I think we're like 4.4% increase year over year for like the past five years. Oh, yeah. Uh, way higher than that if you take just the past five years. That's yeah. the long-term average. Is that, is that long-term average? Yeah, we were, in, we were in the most recent couple of years, we were in the teens on uh, equal, yeah. you know, near the appreciation mm-hmm. rate on real estate. Yeah. 
which is insane, but that's not taking that into account. So there could be residual cash flow during this 15-year period that you're pocketing, or alternatively, you could just be prepaying that mortgage and paying it off quicker as the rents increase. You just keep paying all the rents to pay down the mortgage, and it might result in a property that's free and clear. And if that happens 15 years down the road, which is a real legitimate possibility, and the rent has gone, has gone up by significant amounts, you might now be collecting rental income on a free and clear property well in excess of the $2,600 per month that we just represented here. We just tried to simplify and give you an example that was equivalent to investing in the stock market. Mm -hmm. Um, But to TJ's point, I think what we get so excited about and why we are always amped, recording stuff like this, excited to help our clients, excited to help our, our referral partners understand this stuff is because we're really passionate about how easy it is to create wealth in real estate and generational wealth. Right. You leave your kids' kids with an inheritance that makes their life easier and puts them in a better position. I can tell you if if I had 2000 or 4000 or $8,000 per month in passive income I didn't have to do anything for, I would be more financially successful yeah. today yeah, than I am. a different life. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, crazy. it's like crazy. Well, so. the cool part I love about it is there's not just one way to do it. Yep. You you can do this multiple different ways, and it, you're going to get the same outcome either way. It's mm-hmm. crazy. And we just really – our hope is with the past few episodes – is that we can inspire some curiosity. And we're here to help you if you have additional questions, you want to learn specifics about your situation, but inspire curiosity so that you can really start taking advantage of what's available to you because many, many people, most people, I dare say, don't take advantage like we're explaining here. They they treat it too too simply and there's like tunnel vision when they're buying real estate Mm -hmm. and there's so much more opportunity than most people give it. So definitely. Cool. Sign us off. All right, guys, we'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in. For more industry insights, follow us on all platforms at Loans Elevated. And to get in touch with our team, call or text 801-713-4000 or visit loanselevated.com.